0: Hi, this is Alison Bradford from alisonbradford.com, the coach for business owners who want to achieve more from their business, more profit, more time, more success. Hello and welcome to this podcast where we're going to be looking at tips and strategies on how to overcome overwhelm. And this is part two, and if you haven't listened to part one yet, I strongly suggest that you go back and listen to that. It's uh, only a, a few minutes long, but in that podcast, uh, just as a quick recap, we looked at what you want from your business and covered the key areas of your financials, your time, and what you enjoy. So it's really recommended that you do that part first and then come back and listen here. If you've already done that, then great. Now we're going to be tackling part two of how to overcome overwhelm. And just remember, this is part of your journey as a business owner, of going from feeling out of control and reacting to everything that comes your way, being like that firefighter in your business yet, and shifting you instead to being more in control, more proactive, and feeling more like that chess player in your business. So here in part two, we're going to be getting into that meaty topic of to-do lists. So it's not unusual when I first sit down with a business owner and they're feeling overwhelmed and one of the first things they'll often do is bring out their to-do list because that's what they're often using to manage their day-to-day work. Now I'm absolutely not anti-to-do list. I really think they have their place and can work and they can add value but I see them being used um, probably not in the way that adds the most value time and time again. Um, Some people will have them on a lovely, neat, long A4 page, color-coded and ticked and marked in some way. Sometimes people will bring out tatty bits of post-it notes or bits of list here and bits of list there. But without fail, when I look at them, I think, my goodness, no wonder you're feeling overwhelmed. I'm feeling overwhelmed just looking at these lists. And, you know, confession time for me, I absolutely used to be a a long to-do list person as well. But now what I want to share with you is the strategies that I found that really work to get to-do lists on your side and adding value and being a help rather than a hindrance. Okay, so one of the reasons really, some of the reasons that to-do lists don't help is often they're used as a dumping ground. So does this sound familiar to you? Where you use them as a bit of a brain dump and they become a bit of a crutch where it's just about get everything down and then I won't forget. They're absolutely then become overwhelming um, because it's just never-ending and also it can become a task in itself where it's you know you start your day off thinking right the first thing I'm going to do is get my to-do list out and I'm going to rewrite it and then sometimes I've even known people and I think I may have done this myself where to make you feel better you start writing on tasks that you've already done so that you can tick them off and feel good before you've even started So how can we get them working better for you and adding more value and becoming that helpful tool? So here's some tips. So I've I've got six, six key tips that I'm going to share with you. Um, And even if you can start just doing a couple of these straight away, I, I promise you it will become much more helpful to you. So the first thing is where you use Recurring tasks on your to do list. Those things that you need to do on a repeated basis, things that you're doing, you know, probably not every day, but maybe every week or every month, they happen at a regular time. So don't write them on your to do list, schedule them in in your diary instead. So if you know you have something that happens, a meeting that happens every week, um, a task that you're doing on a regular, you know, a Thursday afternoon, for example, don't put them on the to do list, just put them in your diary. And then because you're already using your diary, when you look at it, you'll know that that task needs to be done there and then. You don't need to keep seeing it on your to-do list. So that's the first tip is about recurring tasks. Take them off your to-do list and schedule them in your diary. The second tip on um, getting rid of that long to-do list is personal tasks. Okay, so do you keep your personal task mixed up with business-related tasks, and you just have one to-do list. If you do, my big tip here is to separate them out, yeah? Because if you're looking at things like, oh, um, ring this client, start work on this new project, buy milk, get a birthday card, think about this idea for my business, your brain's kind of switching from different zones, and that does feel overwhelming, So separate out any personal tasks and have a separate to-do list for personal bits and pieces. Okay, so that's number two. Number three is about ideas that you may have to explore. So do you do this? So you've got, a have got a brilliant brainwave. Um, I'm going to start doing this as a new marketing strategy, or I want to start offering this new service. I want to explore this idea I've got that I've seen my competitors doing. And then you jot it down on your to-do list. And then you keep looking at it, thinking, oh, just never getting around to doing it. And that's often because it's too broad to have on a to-do list, an idea that you want to explore. Because sometimes it may bear fruit and it may become something that you want to turn into a project. Sometimes you may dismiss it and think, actually, the time's not right now to do this. So what I suggest instead of putting those ideas to explore on your to-do list Instead, have a little book that's focused just on ideas. So when you get one of those brainwaves, one of those light bulb moments, and something great just pops into your head, have a separate little book that you keep a note of all those ideas. And then maybe have a regular time each month where you sit down, maybe just half an hour, an hour for once a month, and explore those ideas. See which ones are actually worth um, having legs and maybe worth continuing, and see which ones aren't going to go any further or aren't for now. But keep them off your to do list. So that's number three ideas to explore, put them in a separate place in an ideas book. The fourth tip I have on streaming and decluttering your to do list is about getting rid of some of those short tasks. Yeah? So some of those quick things that take up to two minutes. So this is a, also called two minute rule. So if there's something that you need to do and it's not going to take you more than two minutes, just do it. Do it there and then. By the time you've written it on your to-do list, you could have got most of it done, yeah? So maybe it's an email that needs a quick answer. Maybe it's, I don't know, ordering new pens quickly off Amazon or somewhere else online. If it's only going to take you up to two minutes to do, don't put it on your to-do list. Just get it done. So that's number four, short tasks, two-minute rule just do it number 5 so number 5 is an interesting one this is about the what i call detailed bits and pieces and i say leave them off your to do list which can make you feel a bit uncomfortable particularly if you're using your to do list as a bit of a crutch because you don't trust yourself to remember everything so The tip with this, the detailed bits and pieces, is really getting the task at the right level on your to-do list. And by the right level, I mean it's not too big. So you know those ideas to explore are quite big and fluffy, but it's not too detailed. It's just at the right level to trigger your brain that you know what to do. So sometimes you need to trust yourself And not need to put all those detailed bits and pieces on the to-do list. So sometimes, for example, there may be a customer project that you're working on that actually needs a separate project plan doing. It shouldn't be on your to-do list. There should be a separate project plan that you need for that. And the project plan is where you may put the detailed bits and pieces, but not on your to-do list. So try and avoid using your to-do list as that crutch And brain dump to have anything and everything on there and start trusting yourself to know what needs doing in the detail. So that's number five, those detailed bits and pieces that sneak on there. Okay, our final and sixth point on to do lists and how we can declutter them and streamline them and make them easier for you to use is follow ups. So if you're putting things to follow up on your to do list, again, get rid of them. Schedule them in. Use your existing system for scheduling, your diary, whether it's a paper-based or an online calendar, and pop them on there to do them at set points, okay? You don't need to have them sitting on your to-do list because the problem with writing all of these things on your to-do list is it it makes your to-do list noisy, and no wonder it feels overwhelming, and it's hard to pick out the important things you need to focus on because you're using it to put anything and everything on there. So those follow-ups are much better sitting in your calendar because they're often time-based reminders in any case that you need to follow somebody up with. As, you know, Say it's follow-up in two days' time. Well, there's no point in having it on your to-do list because you're going to keep looking at it for the next two days without needing to do anything. Pop it in your calendar instead, and you'll see it when you need to do it and then do it. Okay, so that are my they are my six key tips that you can start to use now to declutter and streamline your to-do list. So let's have a quick recap before I finish here. So we've got number one is about recurring tasks. Take them off, use your diary, schedule them in. Number two, personal tasks. Separate them out, keep them on a separate list. Number three, ideas to explore. Get an ideas book, put them in there. And have a set time each month when you go through it. Number four is around short tasks. So the two-minute rule, if it's only going to take two minutes, just do it. Don't write it down. Number five, those detailed bits and pieces. Leave them out, trust yourself, and use project plans where appropriate. And then number six was around follow-ups. Use your diary, your calendar to remind you to follow up at the point you need reminding. So once we've cleared out those long to-do lists and we've streamlined it down, that's going to help you feel a lot less overwhelmed and be a lot more focused on what you need to do. Thanks for listening to the More Profit, More Time, More Success podcast with me, Alison Bradford. I'd love to hear how you get on with any of the tips that I've shared today. So please get in touch via email to alison at alisonbradford.com. And if you know another business owner who would benefit from these tips, please share the podcast with them.